Welcome to Right on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. Everyone, welcome back to Right on Track. Joining me today is Grace Perry. Hey, Grace. Hiya. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to have you. How are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. It's it's very rainy today in Wales, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Well, hopefully we get the warm summer day soon. It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) Is it sunny with you guys? Uh, we've been getting. It's really nice today it's really nice today we're recording this in april for everyone listening but the past few days we've been getting the rain and then really bad storm a couple days ago but finally we're getting the sun so hopefully it continues (laughs) well i'm so excited you're joining me because we are going to chat all about songwriting inspiration and more but before we dive into that can you share with the listeners a little about yourself and your songwriting journey of course. So my name is Grace Parry and I am a singer-songwriter from Swansea in South Wales in the UK and I have been songwriting since I've been 11 and I started writing music, um, I started writing compositions actually, it was just the music I started with um, due to like not really fitting in in school, I got bullied a bit and music was just kind of my escapism so I just used to sit at the piano and put all my emotion into that and just play and play and play rather than talk about it and it's kind of just derived from there really. I completely relate to you. I actually started with piano composition before I started songwriting for much the oh, same really? reason. Yeah yeah I feel like a lot of songwriters start that way. Yeah, because some people, like, they ask you, they're like, does it start with the music or the lyrics? And for me, it's always the music. And then sometimes it's, like, at the two at the same time, which everyone's like, it doesn't make sense. I could just be playing something and just sing whatever comes to my mind. Or sometimes it's the, the music first, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think in general... You know, before someone really gets into songwriting as a craft, there's usually a root of like an instrument and writing music on that instrument or poetry and coming from the lyrical side and then just finding a way to combine those. But no, it's really interesting. I think with songwriting inspiration that we're going to dive deeper into, it comes to different people in different ways and oftentimes even if someone starts with the music typically or starts with the lyrics typically, there are moments where the process will happen differently based on whatever song they're writing and the inspiration they're feeling at the time. So it's a very interesting topic that I can't wait to explore. So let's dive deeper with our quote for today. So can you read that? Yes, of course. The quote is, art enables us to find ourselves and lose ourselves at the same time. And that was by Thomas Merton. This is incredible. So why did you select this one? I selected this one because I feel like it's quite poignant to me because I feel like with me, it's how I found myself personally. So, you know, even when you're sad or you're happy or you're emotional or you're excited, like there's always that song which comes on and you're like, yeah, I'm there. Or like when you get on stage, you're home and everything else can be on top of you. But in that moment, when you're performing, like nothing else matters. And that is how you find yourself. And 
in regards to the lose ourselves at the same time that it's like you get lost in the music and you can actually when you're going through hard times and struggles you can kind of escape through the medium of music and composition absolutely couldn't have said it better myself the first time i read this quote it was kind of like a trick of the mind right i'm reading this like wait a second and then it's like <laughs> oh this makes so much sense and i think too like you know exactly what you said i've learned so much about myself through songwriting and I think the reason is is when I'm writing and when I'm inspired from emotions and certain situations oftentimes it is kind of something I think about like why is this inspiring me to write a song because every single day of our lives we experience so many things but there's only a certain amount that really inspire us to go do something creative and write a song and so through actually taking the time and reflecting on what am I writing about? What is inspiring me to write? I'm discovering things about myself through the things that are inspiring me to write. And at the same time, losing myself in the process and the music and kind of surrendering to the creative process and letting it kind of flow how it needs to instead of trying to control it. I think that's another aspect of it as well and being vulnerable with it because I think Sometimes it can be scary to lose ourselves in something because of the unknown. And with songwriting, it's kind of like a safe escape because you're letting the music take you where you need to go while at the same time finding yourself and discovering yourself along the way. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so perfectly put because with songwriting, it's so personal, but then it can also help others and others can relate to it. And sometimes with with our music and with our songwriting, it enables us to express ourselves in a way that we may not, you know, want to say things out loud and we may not want to say, do you know what? I'm heartbroken. Okay, I feel like rubbish today. Okay, I'm in a crazy mood, but we can put it in a song and that's okay. It's like our safe place. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one thing I wanted to explore was where exactly inspiration comes from. And so I just wanted to share something I found that was really interesting. So inspiration comes from the Latin word inspirare, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, and that means to breathe into. And it says that originally, inspiration was believed to be kind of seen in a divine context where some kind of mystical force was sending ideas and truths to unsuspecting people. And this is where we get the whole idea of inspiration striking out of nowhere because it was almost seen as a bolt of lightning sent from a heavenly muse, which I think is fascinating looking at the origin of this. But the other side of this is something I fully relate to which is something we kind of started touching on a little bit is that it's believed that inspiration because it's so individual to everyone it's something that comes from within ourselves so what are your thoughts on all this yeah definitely I love the way you put it it sounds very magical and like I think it is because as like creatives it is it is all personal to us but then we can write songs that can adhere to everyone and, you know, people from all walks of life can relate to. But I think, like, everyone's inspiration is different. So some people are inspired by other artists and some people are inspired by poets and things that have happened. But for me personally, my inspiration comes from, you know, real-life events, if I'm being completely honest. And that might sound, like, quite self-indulgent, but that's, like, how I deal with it. But then... I have also written songs for other people as well. So, like, my friends got married 
last year and they asked me to write their wedding song for them which is called Say I Do so I wrote that for them but yeah mostly I find it's like personal experiences for myself. I completely agree with writing from real life experiences and that just goes back to authenticity which is something I preach left and right be authentic and I think (laughs) it's so important (laughs) because when we look at inspiration and how it's different for everybody that's perfectly rooted in the fact that we all have our own experiences our own specific experiences but at the same time all of our experiences are rooted in some kind of human emotion and we all feel we all cry laugh you know we're all happy sad angry heartbroken so no matter what the specific experience we're all feeling these things and that's the exact reason why we may feel inspired to write songs and release them from our personal experiences but the reason why other people can relate to them even if they haven't had that exact experience is because of the emotional current running underneath that and so for me too I feel like thinking back on all the times that I was extremely inspired to write songs, it was when I was feeling something super emotional at the time. And those are the moments we really need to grab onto them and write because those are always super special songs when it comes from authentic emotion. But at the same time, sometimes we need to find inspiration because as creative songwriters, even if we're in co-writes or we haven't written for a while and need to keep up with our writing, sometimes we can't always wait for those strikes to come. Sometimes we have to go find it ourselves. And so if our lives aren't super exciting, COVID, (laughs) during COVID, when we were stuck at home and had to like still create when we were, you know, quarantining and not able to go out and really live, um, we needed to find other ways of being creative. And for me, listening to music's a big one, reading books, also conversations. I can't tell you how many times I've been inspired to write just from talking to other people. So those are some for me. But aside from only experiencing, what are some places that give you inspiration? I don't know like sometimes um like movies and like I'm a big fan of like romantic films and stuff like that and I'll be like oh I want a very really romantic song I mean I once wrote this song um called Real um featuring another singer called David Adonis and we wrote it and I said I want to write a sexy R&B song so let's put myself in the mind frame of I'm deliriously in love it's really sexy it's really happy everything's hunky-dory but it's not in real life and then I sort of had to like pretend and put my mind you know my mindset elsewhere and pretend I was in that frame of mind so sometimes there are moments like that like right now I'm trying to come up with something completely different to what I've done and something brand new and I've also got a deadline because (laughs) it's for a competition so I'm like okay I need to create something good but it's also hard when you haven't had that inspiration or anything happen isn't it absolutely and I think this is where imagination really comes in I think inspiration and imagination can really go hand in hand because being a songwriter and creating music that can relate to many people there's a level of 
being able to be empathetic and understand other people's situations, even if we haven't exactly lived them. And so I think this is where conversations come in, really reading about people's experiences, getting to know other people on a deeper level, not just surface level, and really using our imaginations. Because again, it's all from human emotions. So if you're writing something about something specific that you haven't personally experienced, but underneath that is the core emotion of sadness. Well, every single person all over the world has felt sadness at some point. So it's tapping into that emotion and then using our imaginations and putting ourselves in the shoes of the character, if you want to go in that direction, of whoever is singing the song, narrating the song. And so using our own emotions and our own experiences from our emotions, we can channel that in order to use our imaginations to create. So another question I wanted to kind of dive into with you is what do you think are the benefits of inspiration? Aside from only using it as something that's a huge part of songwriting and creativity, as a person, what do you think inspiration brings to your life? I think inspiration brings to our life a sense of like, so if I hear a song and I really feel it, I feel like oh my God, okay, it's okay to be sad. This person is feeling it. Oh, it's okay to feel heartbroken. Louis Capaldi has felt it. Ed Sheeran has felt it. Like, it's cool. Like, these people are (laughs) like famous musicians. This is cool to feel it. It's almost like relatable and you can actually relate that other artists have felt those emotions and be in those places. Yeah, I love that. For me, I think inspiration is kind of a direct relationship with being motivated and productive and when I am not inspired like when I'm feeling really down and just not inspired and you know not really feeling the muse or whatever I find like I don't have good days my mood is like you know down really down and I don't feel motivated to do things and I think being inspired and being a person who has an open mind and allows myself to feel inspired and keeps the door open for that inspiration. I think just not only from the songwriting standpoint, but also everyday life, we can take creative approaches to things and we can see things through different lenses. And I think being an inspired person so much, it allows me to see the world from different perspectives in a new way and also be motivated and feel a drive to do things because specifically with something creative, like writing a song or for me, I also write books. If I'm not in an inspiring mood, I cannot do my best work because I'm forcing myself to do something. I'm not in the creative headspace and my productivity you know, level is down. And even if I force out a song or a chapter or whatever, I know it's not going to be the best it can be because I'm not in that headspace. So I think finding ways of maintaining a creative mindset and being open to inspiration is just better for quality of life too. It makes me happier, more positive. And even in those sad moments, you know, inspiration is needed to get these songs out and process things to go from sadness to closure. And so if that inspiration isn't there, that transition can happen. And so for me, just put super, you know, to the point, I think inspiration helps with quality of life for sure. Yeah, I actually, I agree with that. And sometimes, like, 
you know, people will say to you, and you probably get the same, like, you'll write a good song, and then people are like, okay, so when are you going to write the next one? And you're thinking, um, like, nothing's happened in my life. Like, what do I write about? And it's so hard. And I wrote um, a verse and a chorus of a song not so long ago, and I was like, oh, I really like this, but I don't know what happens next. Like, for the life of me, I can't think of, like, the second line in the second verse. And it was frustrating me. And, like, every day I was going back to it and I was going, no, it sounds rubbish. Like, it's not good. Like, we run the song. And I got into bed one night and I was lying there, closed my eyes, like, drifting off. And it just came to me. And it was, like, half 12 at night. And I was like, yeah, oh, my God, I've got it. And I had to get up and, like, voice note it into my phone. And I was like, yeah, that's it. And it can sometimes come to you at, like, random moments during the day or when you're drifting off or when you're in the bath. And you just don't know when those moments are going to come, do you? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so interesting as a songwriter because we need to deal with both extremes of the spectrum. We all have had moments where faux songs just come at us, like, all at once, and we don't really have to think about it. But then there's other moments where maybe we have, like, a permanent for a song and we have a concept and maybe chord progression similarities but we can't really take it past that but we know we want to write that yeah. song you know <laughs> I'm in the exact moment like right now because a couple weeks ago I wrote a song and I wrote it not even joking like middle of the night and I know like it makes total sense because before I went to sleep I was like super you know, distracted by like this one situation and it was really getting under my skin and I was just like lying awake and like staring at the ceiling, like just really thinking about this situation that was like out of my control, but left me feeling used and stuff. And I woke up like in the middle of the night with this whole idea for a song called Stepping Stone. Like I was basically used as a stepping stone for this person. You know, they used me to get to where they need to be. And I wrote the whole thing were they a rat? Like a bad person? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it was some. Yeah, it was kind of someone like I was friends with, and I really dedicated a lot of time with helping them realize their dreams and helping them take the first step because some people are afraid to chase their dreams, and I was a person to kind of give them a hand, and now. They feel, I guess, more confident in themselves. They don't need me anymore. But oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I wrote this whole song like in the middle of the night. And I like, you know, kept it in my brain. I'm like, I, I got this. And I wrote it down. And that's one that came super quickly. And a few songs have happened that way. But on the polar opposite of this, I release an original Christmas single every year. Well, I've had this idea, and this, like, never happens to me because I typically write from lyrics. I've had a melody, full melody for the entire song for months, like, literally months, and I have a title idea, but I haven't been able to write the lyrics yet, and I, like, have explored many different options, but none really resonated with me, and so it's just like, I, I need to wait for the right time because I have a melody, I have ideas. But, you know, some people put so much pressure on songwriters, especially independent artists now with all the pressure of having to release a certain amount of year and full projects and blah, blah, blah. But I think people don't really take a step back and recognize that a lot of this comes from inspiration and creativity and releasing and writing songs that feel natural and authentic to us so those things can't really be forced so people really need to realize that a lot of this can sometimes be out of our control 
So now I want to shift gears and chat about your new single, Silly Girl. So can you talk about the inspiration behind this one? Okay, so the inspiration um, behind this one was literally a melody which came into my head and a few words. And if I'm honest, that was the first two lines of the song. And I... I recorded it as a voice note and I kept it there when I was in a really bad space um, in my last relationship. And I kept it there and I I had a few like really bad, like red flags um, that were telling me like, Do you know what, something is not right. You know, is this guy a rat? Is this guy sincere? Is, you know, there's something not right going on. And then, and then things got better and then they would get worse, and then they got better. And then in the end, when we, when I actually broke free out of that relationship, I finished writing the song because I was so hurt and I was so broken that I was like, Do you know what, I've, I've literally been in a coercive, controlling relationship and not realised it before my own eyes. I mean, I lost a stone and a half. I wasn't allowed to eat what I wanted to eat. What? I t- I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't wear certain things. Like, oh I couldn't go out the house without wearing a bra. Like, there were so many things. And and I was so confused because it started off very mild. And I thought, you know, was I looking at the waiter in the bar? Okay, maybe I did smile too much at the woman that served us. Okay, maybe I was online too much on WhatsApp. Okay, I get he's paranoid. Okay, maybe I did do this. And in the end, it got to the point where I was like, oh, my God, no, like, I'm not this person. This guy has just broken me down so bad. I just didn't know who I was anymore. And I thought the only way how I can express this is I don't want to be one of those that's like, guys, I need help. Like, I'm in this controlling situation. I broke out of it, and I just, my way of dealing with it was to write about it, you know, and to help other people. And through the song, you know, we've, um, where donating 20% of the proceeds which come from iTunes to Women's Aid um, to help other women that have been through similar experiences. And I know a lot of women would have been in far worse circumstances than than what I was in, but it's all relatable and it's all, you know, it's the message to tell women that if you are in this situation, you know, it's not easy, but get out now. And in the video, I've also shown bits of like what coercion is and, you know, what is right and what's not and how to basically like get out of there. Okay, well, first of all, I'm so sorry that you went through something like that. Awful. And so courageous of you too, not only to, you know, write a song about this, but share it too and be so open about this. And do you know what, like, you know, and I can't even say that all parts of the relationship were bad because they weren't, you know. And there were times in that relationship where he was there for me and he could be kind and he could be nice. And there were parts where, you know, I did fall in love with someone, but it wasn't the correct version of them because sometimes people present to you the version that they want you to see and they create this perception of somebody they want you to believe and it's not the real person and I did fall for him and when we finished people were like oh but you guys look so happy oh but the pictures you were so in love and I'm like no for like three months like I'd be treading on eggshells and I'd be scared and I couldn't like voice my opinion and then he'd be lovely and then he'd be like it was literally like dating the angel and the devil at the same time oh my god that's That's the only way I can describe it 
That's crazy. Well, something in your story that I definitely want to explore a little bit more that I found really interesting was that you started to write this song when you were still in the relationship, but then you kind of just saved that as a voice memo and just let it sit there. But then afterward, you went back and finished it. So can you share a little more why maybe you didn't finish it at the point when you got the initial idea and just the power of you know having a seed of something and keeping something until the right time when you're out of it to write it yeah so it's like it's a really extreme situation so it like so basically um me and my ex uh he actually broke up with me in the April last April and it was really bad it was really toxic and I started writing it then and then he came back around like a month later and was like, I've made a mistake. I do want to be with you. I do love you. You know, we can make this work, but this is why you've made me feel like this. You are making me insecure. You don't, you know, everything was my fault. And I thought, you know what? I kind of get it. Like, maybe it is my fault, okay? I haven't been the best girlfriend. Maybe I'm not good enough. Oh, straight up manipulation. <laughs> so many women want him like, okay, I'll try harder. Okay, I'll do better. You know what? And all my family and friends were like, Grace, this guy's controlling you. I was like, no, he loves me. Like, he's just doing this because, like, he wants the best for me. And then, um, yeah, we got back together and things were okay for a couple of months. Like, he was lovely. And then he turned nasty again. And then he'd be lovely. And it was so on, off, on, off. Like, you don't know if you're coming or going. Do you know what I mean? And it would be little things like, why haven't you put the roast potatoes in the same tray as the chicken what yeah oh my like, god why that without a bra do you really want to disrespect your man like that and I'd be like okay okay I'll change and it was at that moment I got changed and I got into my car and I burst into tears and I thought this isn't right you know like this is like what you see in films and the guy is saying like you're not wearing that out you know you look slutty, you're not wearing that, you're not allowed to wear that. And it was in that moment I thought, no, he can't be like that because there's other bits of him which are nice and blah, blah, blah. And then it just gradually got worse, you know, and then it was going through my phone. Then I found a car tracker in the drawer in the bedroom and there was all sorts of things. And then I thought, you know what, I have to get out of this. And I think the hardest thing is leaving someone when you, a part of you still loves them, but you can't quite comprehend why. <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. And to the outsider, like, people are like, well, how can you love this person if they've done this? But then not all of it's bad, otherwise you wouldn't stay. But I wasn't allowed to eat sugar, and I'm not going to lie, the best part, right, I was upset when we first broke up, but the best part was getting in my car, going to McDonald's, getting a Big Mac, full fat Coke. (laughs) Oh, my God. Driving around, listening to Freedom by Pharrell. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. I literally feel like I just listened to a movie synopsis. That is crazy. I'm happy you got out of that and, you know, turn to songwriting to get through this, too. You know, songwriting, I think, is a form of therapy. At least it is for me. And Yeah, definitely. I've never been through something like what you just described, but if I would believe me, songwriting would be the way to get through something <laughs> like that. Oh, my God. But then he could be so nice. And that was the scary part. Yeah. Wow. Well, what do you hope that listeners take away from this song? I hope that listeners listen to the song, right, and enjoy the music and the vibe. And if you want to dance and it makes you want to dance and feel good, then that's great. But also dissect the song and listen 
to the lyrics. And if you are in that situation where you feel somebody's playing with your head and making you feel like everything is your fault and it's all one-sided, then that's not okay. And coercion, that's not love. If someone has to coerce you into doing things you're not comfortable with, get out now, you know, because you can feel like you're in love. But when somebody wants to control you or change you or manipulate you or gaslight you, like, that's not love. You need to get out. Yeah, I like, too, how you mention the vibe. Like, I listen to it. Super catchy. Awesome memory. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it has such a vibe. But I think that's one of the things I love about pop music is this up-tempo, fun, poppy kind of music. It can sound like this super cheerful dancey kind of song but when you really look at the lyrics a lot of pop songs they can get into much deeper lyrical concepts and I think this is a great example of if you don't want to get into the headspace of you know what the lyrics are talking about just listen to the vibe and dance but at the same time this song has a very important message to say and you know country music is all about the storytelling and people listening to the lyrics but as somebody who initially started with pop music all my pop songs like some of them sound really fun and up-tempo but if you listen to the lyrics they're sad and so I think pop music has a great way of kind of masking a little bit the emotion and these up-tempo feels but at the same time delivering important messages yeah and I think that's what's so like special about music is that you can do it in a way that it's not like sad and depressing and don't get me wrong I've sat at the piano and written many sad songs and like my producer my producer, Lennis, he's he's actually amazing. I can just sometimes just send a voice note. And I'm like, we need to turn this into a song. And he's a genius. Like, he can do anything on the piano and, you know, the strings and anything. And then sometimes I've played stuff on the piano. I'm like, can we make this sound jazzier? You know, and I've written a lot of sad songs. And there's so many songs stored on his system. And he's like, great, we've got so many we can release. But sometimes you'll write something and go back to it and be like, oh, I'm not that fussed on that now. Then other times you can be like, oh, I like this. Because it tells a story in a way that it doesn't sound sad and depressing. And people can dance to it and move to it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on the release and for being so vulnerable with the story. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course. Before we go, just to wrap up some things on the inspirational side, what is some advice you would like to share with any songwriters listening who may be struggling to find inspiration for their songs? Just literally write and play what you feel. Like, And I think if you start with that, then you can't go wrong. Even if it's like, I've just woken up and I'm starving and I want a bacon sandwich. Like, okay, it might not be the best <laughs> song, but play some chords and be like, sing about it. If you start writing about how you feel, I think that is the, that's the core for starting your songwriting. And then, yeah, you can build from there then. Anything's possible. Perfect. Well, Grace, thank you so much for joining me. Can you please share with everyone where they can find you online and check out your music? Yeah, you can find my music online on Spotify, iTunes and Amazon Music. Just type in Grace Parry and you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Grace Parry Music. Perfect. Well, Grace, thank you so much again for joining me. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this chat all about inspiration with Grace Perry. And of course, until next time, stay Stay right right on on track. track.